This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 368, Eight Plus Grammar Structures for IELTS Speaking and Writing. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, you will learn three incredible sentence structures for improving grammar, vocabulary, and pronunciation scores. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, Jessica, what's shaking? Hey, Lindsay. Hey, you know what is awesome? Um, my, a friend that I knew in Taiwan like a decade ago. Uh-huh. Um, he now works for MIT. He lives in Boston. Hey. I should connect you guys. But hey. anyway, <laughs> uh, MIT flew him to Portland for like a day, cool. um, to do some lab work, some stuff with like Jaguar. I don't know, like amazing person. But anyway, yeah. I got to meet up with him last night cool. and we like hung out for like two hours. And Super I don't know, cool. isn't wow. it amazing seeing a, a a friend that you haven't seen in a flipping decade and yes. it's just so easy and fun and natural still and just awesome. Oh. oh, that's so cool. So you didn't feel like the friendship had changed much. Everything was still kind of as as always. Yeah, I think, but you know, that's, that's really interesting because, um, even though so many crazy things have happened to both of us in the past 10 years, like moving to different countries, getting yeah. married, like I have a son, like just so many <laughs> crazy, crazy things. Yeah. And he's like a research, like scientist at MIT. Like we're still the same super goofy 26 <laughs> year olds that we yeah. were when we met, you know? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I know you're still your core self, even though life yeah. happens, you know, and that's the cool thing about connecting with old friends. I think it's really important to, um, it's really like comforting and validating and motivating to think like, I like these, these awesome parts about myself that this other person likes are still there. Yeah. You know? I love yeah. That. I love that. And there's just something comforting about connecting with someone that knew you a long time ago. You know, like whether totally. it's 10 years ago, 20 yeah. years ago, 30 years ago, you know, whatever right? it is, the old friends are very comforting. You can't make a new old friend, right? Is what they say. Yeah. The famous Aww. saying. That is a good phrase, guys. That could totally be used in speaking part one and part two. So (laughs) I don't think uh, we've reminded you guys of this in a while, but these exchanges in the beginning, like this is the golden vocab and grammar lesson for you guys. When you hear us using these natural phrases and natural structures, Mm -hmm. this is the kind of stuff that you need to write down and practice using yourself because this is- Because this is fluent. Like, this is native and natural. 
Yeah, don't just fast forward this part, guys, because we're not immediately giving you all the nuts and bolts and details of the IELTS exam. This is key. Right. Don't totally. skip over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's funny? Because because we we do this podcast and we want people to listen. Um, I don't skip over any introductions in, in the podcast that I listen to now, even yeah. though I like want to for some of them. I'm like, yeah. nope, mm. this person created this and I need to listen. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I do because I feel like some some beginnings are just irrelevant and they're a little bit like hard to listen to because they're slow. Oh, really? But we're oh. not hard to listen to. We're fun <laughs> no. to listen to. So <laughs> I know. We talk about super fun stuff in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Well, the whole time, but still. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, we're doing a special grammar episode today, guys, because we never talk about grammar. Um, We should put an asterisk warning uh, qualification on here. (laughs) Why don't we talk about grammar a lot, Lindsay? Mm. Well, one of the things that we believe is that that we know is that it's actually quite hard to improve your grammar score, right? There there are other things that are a smarter use of your time, and we always like to go directly back to the scoring system. So if you have a limited amount of time, you have a month. We're not going to tell you to overdo your time on grammar because it's going to be much harder to get those points in that area. Exactly. So um, in our course, Three Keys IELTS, we have the um, the outline of exactly what the examiner needs to read or hear uh, to give you a six, to give you a seven, to give you an eight, to give you a nine uh, for speaking and writing. And all of the categories are um, broken down in detail so you know what you need to improve. Um and grammar, guys, <laughs> like it, like Lindsay said, it takes like a year, uh, maybe even more to, yeah. to bring that score up by one band point in grammar. I mean, Ooh. the difference between a six and a seven is huge. Wow. You need to have like a lot of perfect sentences to get a seven. Mm. And that's kind of out of most people's range. And you don't need that. You don't right, need right. to do that. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're realists. We're not perfectionists when it comes to the IELTS exam. I think that's a good right. way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So having added that disclaimer, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the um, I think the, the easiest way to work in more grammar structures, because um, that's the only... Uh, that's the only thing you need to pay attention to really is that you're not using only simple sentences, right? Yeah. We need a range of structures, even if there are lots of mistakes. We need a range yeah. of sen- sentence structures and then you'll get a six. Like it's easy to get a six for grammar. So the easiest structures to practice and work in, um, I would say conditional clauses, conditional structures and relative clauses. So today we're yeah. going to give you some examples, um, band score nine examples. Examples of some relative clause sentences. I love that. So these are the smart things, guys, that you can do, the smart use of your time in terms of grammar, right? We're not going to, yeah. again, as we said before, we're not going to go crazy and try to help you improve your grammar in every aspect. It's just a few key things that you want to be doing. And this is one of them. Exactly, exactly. So um, I'll read the first one. In academic task one, um, again, in our course, I know I, we keep mentioning it, guys, but because everything you need is in there. Yeah. Um, so in our course uh, for this is the actually the only time that um, I feel it's really useful to focus on grammar structures is for task one. Okay. Uh, so we do talk about uh, the different sentence structures that you could use, how you can mix them up to have 
have a variety, uh, like an impressive flexibility of mm -hmm. grammar. So we do talk about that. So this is a, an example of a structure that you could use in academic task one. All right. So nice. the population of Nepal hit 27 million, comma, which was the apex of the period given. Mm. So what are we doing with these relative clauses? Let, let's go back and just make sure we, our listeners know what a relative clause is, mm. first of all. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Like, what does it do? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we, yeah. I guess <laughs> back I could up, back have up. said that first. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, a relative clause, guys, is the easiest way to add information, the easiest way to add extra description about a noun. So a relative clause describes um, a subject or object, right? So mm -hmm. any noun in the sentence, subject or object, can be um, added to, can yeah. be uh, further emphasized, right? Further described with a relative clause. So I know you guys, I know students always have questions, comma or no comma. Um, mm. And the difference in that, it, well, I'm, I'm kind of tired of talking about that because, um, <laughs> like, it, seriously, like, that's not going to make a difference unless you're, like, in the band score eight, nine sort yeah. of range for grammar. So mm. don't waste your time worrying about commas. Um, basically, the rule is when in doubt, put a comma. <laughs> Just mm -hmm. if you're not sure, put a comma. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah. Again, paying attention, guys, to what really matters. Yeah. I think that perfectionism is the key to a low score on the IELTS exam. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Uh, freaking out and uh, focusing on the wrong things, too nervous on test day, like just no, nothing good. Um, yeah. So uh, remember, guys, that the relative clause needs to go r as close to the noun as possible. So mm -hmm. that is one um, potential error. I see in practicing this. So just make sure like in this, right, the um, the relative clause is describing the, the number. So that's where the relative clause goes. Again, the population of Nepal hit 27 million, comma, which mm -hmm. was the apex of the period given. So apex is a super cool word for yeah. peak. Ooh, that's, yeah. a, that's an impressive word. That's an yeah. impressive word. I love that. That would get us some real vocabulary uh, points, wouldn't it? For sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, everything in these sentences, guys, um, the, the structures and the vocab nines, like wow. straight, straight up nines. Um, <laughs> this is episode three, six, eight, guys. You can come back to our blog, ielts.allearsenglish.com, search for three, six, eight. Um, and you could see these examples, um, mm -hmm. see the vocabulary highlighted. And this is perfect, perfect stuff to add to your notebook and practice using by yourself. Wow. This is gold. Pure gold. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so what is the uh, task two example? Okay. Um, social media <clears throat> technology, guys. Mm -hmm. This is common topic for task two and speaking part three. So Lindsay, what's the sentence we can okay. use there? Hello, lovely people. If you are ready to learn all of the secrets and tips and strategies for the highest scores on your next IELTS exam, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash keys. That's allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Okay, so in task two, we could say this. Social media platforms where people while away superfluous hours <laughs> are doing very little to further our minds. 
I sorry, I just I can't help. I, fun vocabulary just makes me giggle. Like I seriously like giggle like a little girl. Uh, <laughs> I just love vocabulary. Uh, okay, we're so, nerding out today. I know. <laughs> Big time. I love it. I love words. Um, so the um, this is this is cool because it comes after the um, subject and there's an object. So it's a really long uh, structure here. So. Mm-hmm. Um, subject, social media platforms, comma, where mm-hmm. people and guys, here's another little asterisk. When you use the relative pronoun where to begin a clause, it must be followed by a different subject. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's an extra rule. I will put an example in the blog post. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but I know that's where, um, most students make mistakes with in using this. So social media platforms, comma, where people while away. What is while that? Away. While away. Love that. Away. I think when I think of while away, it's just to spend and kind of lose track of time. Just yes. kind of spend massive amounts of time and not realize it. Yeah, <laughs> totally. That's exactly what it, I, that's a great phrase. And then superfluous. Um, this is a super awesome, uh, you know, cool. 50 cent dollar word for, mm. um, too much. That's all it means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very fancy. I love that. And so sticking a word like this in instead of a lot of time, right? Right. Could really yeah. get us. We're not talking about vocabulary today necessarily, but again, we could, you know, we could go for the vocab score here too. For sure. Yeah, all of these sentences. Um, in this blog post, I will also link to a YouTube video that I did recently about words not to use in writing task two. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so one of those ideas is a lot. Like it's so easy, simple, general, low scoring. So mm-hmm. superfluous is a perfect <laughs> paraphrase. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So in speaking part two, um, describing people comes up a lot. So of course, relative clauses with who would be easy to use there. Um, Lindsay, what's a sentence we could use in part speaking part two? Okay, so here it is. My human anatomy teacher, who was also the wrestling coach, oddly enough, really created a (laughs) dynamic learning environment. Ooh, very nice. Also fun. Just I just love just writing words. Yeah, (laughs) This, this, this has a lot of personality by adding this oddly enough. I like that. You're showing your real perspective. That's cool. Cool. Yeah, that's a really um that would be a really strategic sort of uh, thing to practice guys is adding a phrase like that. Oddly mm-hmm. enough, surprisingly enough, interestingly enough, it's so easy to add after any whatever statement. Um and that's v- a very native speaker way to de- to deliver information and comment on your own ideas. Like going back to this <clears throat> um being able to narrate your thoughts, right? Yeah. Like we've been talking a lot about that. This uh this phrase is a good example of that like you say something and all this like while you're talking it occurs to you like uh, that's weird like yeah <laughs> yeah and it's also important if we're going to be narrating our thoughts to pay attention to our tone of voice here right i mean we can't be monotone yeah. when we add this oddly enough just listen to native speakers because i hear native speakers use this a lot it's very natural True. but they're not going to stay in the same monotone tone of voice right because again they're commenting on what they're thinking about and saying so it's got to have a slightly different tone to it. 
Totally. And the rhythm of it as well. Like these are two really good points here. So I think if like my intonation saying it, I would like if you're surprised about anything, your voice goes up. Right. So I would start that with like the upward intonation and then you're pausing before and after. That's mm-hmm. the natural rhythm. So um, like I was my human anatomy teacher who was also the wrestling coach oddly enough yeah <laughs> really created like just you're just really emphasizing that yeah mm-hmm. that's a good Love point that. yeah yes okay awesome so guys if i were you i would listen to this a couple <laughs> times and um repeat these sentences listen to how we say it the rhythm intonation vocab grammar structures Everything is practiced today in today's episode. So listen a few times, repeat, repeat, repeat until you can remember these sentences and then practice the structures and the vocabulary in your own um, answers. Yeah. Don't miss out on this, guys. This is gold, just like yesterday's episode as well. So come back to the blog, work on this. And then when you're ready to get into a more step-by-step program, so you can be sure that you are using your time in a smart way, you can jump into our course. Jessica, where can they go to get into the course? You guys can go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. And if you guys go, you will see the scores that our students get. Mm. The students who go through this course, guys, whether it's they have limited time, like Esther was on the show recently, Mm. right? She got 7.5 in her speaking and listening. She had never taken IELTS before and she had 30 days under the gun for this Canadian visa, right? Committed herself to our course, 30 days, did everything in the study plan. She got what she needed. Now she's on her way to Canada with her husband. So you guys can see these stories of real people who are getting nines in reading, who are getting like (laughs) amazing scores. Um, And then you can get in yourself and you can start interacting with Lindsay and I on in the Facebook group. Any Mm -hmm. questions you have, we answer. Like There it is, Every question. (laughs) Yep. It's that simple. I mean, you want something that works. You need to get beyond this this kind of brick wall you have here in front of you. You got to go and get the thing that works. And that is our our course. I mean, it's that simple. (laughs) Exactly. And I mean, it's it's just, it's getting better every day. Really, the more we interact with our students, I, I, I don't know. Is something we're very proud of. So that's why we like to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You got it. All right, Jessica. Well, thanks for hanging out today. This has been good. And I will see you back here next week. Okay. Sounds good. Have a good day, Lindsay. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.